0: Welcome to another Pajama Reflection podcast. I am welcoming you, finally, because I've decided to publish this. Yay! Even as as I recorded the past three reflections, at the back of my mind, I was always thinking I can pull the plug of this thing. But as I was recapping my 2019 and planning for the start of a decade, I realized that one of the things that really served me in the past was chasing my anxieties. In the past years, you know, whenever I placed myself in situations I feared or felt apprehensive about, I grew. I made right and wrong decisions along the way, but in all of them, um, they made me grow and they taught me something about myself. I went to places where I knew no one. And that's a big thing for me. I joined this women's group organization where they were all baby boomer generation. And I went to new yoga studios where I knew no one. I signed up and tried for a new fitness class that is outside my comfort zone. I learned how to drive. And I drove in places I didn't know beforehand where I didn't search for a Google image of the place beforehand. And I also downloaded even a dating app and met and talked to people through there. I know it sounds so little, but uncannily, I'm more proud of these little achievements than awards or a graduate degree or a publication or talking in front of hundreds of people. Why? Because I don't get anxious or nervous about those as when I'm faced with these little things. Because I put in the hard work for those external things like your academics or in your work. And if you put in the hard work, you know, you get external recognition, commensurate to your hard work. But in trying new things, in new social settings that I don't have to, I don't have to try, especially for an introvert like me who is like a fish out of the water socially— that can be crippling. And if I let myself, this would lead me to not doing anything at all, to always choosing what is familiar, what is safe, and to retreat to my own safe, nice world, which is happy and comfortable. And so I will end up not living at all and just, you know, living in my head. So I think it's really in things that take courage, not hard work that make me proud of myself, that really matters to me. Hard work is good. It's very good. But courage with hard work, I think, is a life well lived. So when I look back and realize that chasing my anxieties has served me well, I realize that it is similar to what is stopping me and what is holding me back from sharing my reflections. It is this fear of the unknown There's this gut-anxious feeling of my apprehensions of how people will think or how people will look at me after and how I might cringe over this like 10 years from now. But I tell myself, why should I worry about something I only think I would feel 10 years from now? And why should other people's opinions matter to me? And why should I let that control my life? I just said that in the last reflection where... It's God's opinion that should matter. And it's my own opinion that should matter. And so if I remove that, what's left is really this future stress of the unknown, that's called anxiousness, that is stopping me. It's a bit baseless and unknown fear that is just brewing inside of me and stopping me. So I just observed that feeling. I acknowledged my anxiousness. And decided, I will chase it. So welcome to Pajama Reflections. It's a long welcome. And welcome to a braver 2020, specifically in chasing anxieties. So chasing your anxieties doesn't mean chasing your fears like eating live spiders or swimming in a lake full of crocodiles. This is not chasing stupidity. It's chasing anxieties. So it calls for... A level of self-awareness assumes a level of self-knowledge that you know what you feel about certain things and you know what moves you to action or to inaction. So some level of yeah, self-awareness as discussed in my previous um, reflection of understanding yourself through your emotions and being able to pinpoint decision points in your life or situations or areas where anxiousness holds you back, of certain fears that are a bit unknown and unexplainable. Not unknown, but more irrational and unexplainable. As a side note, I'd like to differentiate that, of course, there are medically diagnosed anxiety disorders, and you need to take careful steps on those. And if your anxieties affect your normal day-to-day, then go seek a doctor. And there is nothing wrong with that. We should own up to our own mental health and not care about societal judgments. And we should care more about our own health than and care more about our own selves, our own minds, rather than other people. So back to chasing healthy anxiousness. I think it's best to be aware of what makes you anxious and understanding why you're anxious and then deciding that you chase them. Um, another suggestion is really to make a list of your little anxieties and take small steps to chase them, to place yourself in situations that you feel anxious about, but um in small doses. So there's this concept in dog training, because I have dogs, that's called desensitization and counter-conditioning. So the idea is to expose the dog's To certain situations that they are anxious about, um, but you expose them to within acceptable limits, never tipping over, and then slowly, slowly expanding that to increase their limits. Counterconditioning is when you change feelings and attitudes or perceptions that you attach um, towards certain things and in certain situations. So sometimes it involves rewarding yourself when you face conditions you fear or after. And I think it applies a lot also to humans. So if you finish like a list of your anxieties, you can start desensitizing yourself by exposing yourself to similar situations, but in low-risk situations. And then you treat yourself after, like a good meal or a cup of coffee, whatever makes you happy. So for example, if it's public speaking, you can desensitize yourself by Speaking in front of people you trust or you're comfortable with, whether that's your mother, that's your husband, your wife, a good friend. And once you're comfortable with that, you can expand, like uh, add another person or um a group of friends plus someone you don't know. And eventually you desensitize yourself. It becomes a norm and you're not as anxious when you're speaking in front of people you don't know counter conditioning is when after you do that, you 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 public speak. Yeah, you treat yourself. Either you do something that makes you happy. And so you associate um that whole experience with something positive. And usually after you face small anxieties or fears, at least for me, I always feel proud and good about myself. And when you do that, when you have that good feeling, my advice is to Journal to share, to reminisce, to recall that whole experience. So, if you spent like five minutes just um, doing a public speech or a public speaking engagement, you spend the next hour like reminiscing and recalling um, that experience and how great you feel. Because in doing that, I think it it will imprint in your brain that you are brave, that you are capable. That you can do it. That it was not so bad. That the feeling of anxiousness, if you had a one-hour anxiousness before a five-minute public speaking engagement, then yeah, spend an equal amount of time, if you can, trying to reminisce that good feeling after. Because in chasing your anxieties, I think you chase it away. So that's desensitization, counter-conditioning, and just savoring the moment. Another exercise I like is to look at the bigger picture. Because again, as 2019 is ending, you can assess your life um, and the choices you've made in your life without really wallowing in your mistakes and beating yourself up over it or without patting yourself too much at the back for all the achievements you've made. But really just looking at your life and Seeing which which areas were you brave and chose your anxieties, and which areas did you hold yourself back and chose what's comfortable, what's safe, and familiar, maybe you can do this and look at your career in were you brave in pursuing your passions and your interests in were you brave in you know facing your failures in you know approaching failures. You can look at this in terms of your relationships. Um, Did you let anxiousness anxiousness stop you from meeting people, from committing to people, from talking about certain difficult topics, from asking, you know, just simply like asking people out on a date and how you deal with your family and with your friends. Were you brave in those areas of your life. I also like to do this in terms of my relationship with God. Not really thinking about, you know, not about religious life. If you want to go there, you can go there. But more on whether I've been brave and honest to God about how I feel. Can you feel tampo in front of God? Can you, like, be a kid and complain and sulk in front of God are you brave enough to be yourself in front of God? And, you know, not let that image of God as, as as a disciplinarian and as an angry God, you know, stop you from having a real relationship with Him and to move your relationship towards a more authentic and um real version of yourself and God and not to hide yourself from Him because, you know, It's silly to think that we can hide ourselves from God when He can see everything. So it's just, you know, a lot of stress that you can release if you can just be yourself in front of God. Or maybe you can look at an area in your life where you really wanted to do something, but you've let anxiousness hold you back, like writing a book or being a gym teacher. And so just ask yourself what's stopping you. And which areas in your life have you been brave? Which areas in your life have you been safe? And which version of yourself do you like more? And whatever your answer, my message is, also a message to myself, is that it is not too late to be the person that you want to be. Every day is a choice. Even if you're 30 years old or 80 years old, it's not too late to chase your anxieties away. Because every day, you live and you make choices. Because I think in pushing ourselves, in taking courage, in chasing our anxieties, therein lies our growth. So there is this popular um, IG quote or sticker quotation saying that, Life begins at the end of our comfort zone. So I'd like to end it there. Thank you for listening. I hope this inspires you to chase your anxieties and to take courage in the small and big decisions of your life.